Who are the real socialists in Washington? The shorter answer is, who isn't a socialist in Washington? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday. Uh, from 3 to 6 is my normal slot. I'm on from 5 to 6 today, so we've got a lot to pack in. And this week has been kind of a funny week news-wise because I feel like it's important, very relevant, to always address what the president is saying in the State of the Union address. I always, always try to completely ignore all the emotionalism, all the politics, all the manipulation, all the rah-rah, all the campaigning, and see if I can't find an agenda item in there that has real policy implications. So, funny enough, as Trump started his State of the Union address... He says, this is my agenda. Or he said, this is our agenda. This is an agenda that isn't a Republican agenda. It's not a Democrat agenda. It's all of our agendas. So he gets us all co-opted in there. And instead of doing what I want to hear, which is liberty, justice, limited government, even if Ronald Reagan had uh, real deep state connections or was a puppet or a pawn, I don't know, but he always gave a good speech and paid lip service to liberty and justice. And I, I and limited government. And if you no longer use even the, the lip service of it, the rhetoric of it as a touchstone, I start getting nervous. And when I heard some of the things that Trump said, I thought if Obama said this, people would puke on it people on the right, but they let him get away with it. He kind of silences the fiscal conservative right, I think. So so as he goes through the speech and he says some things that kind of I'm flagging as like big government, government spending, the power and promise of big government. And at the end, he says, we're not a socialist country and we never will be. And I'm thinking probably everybody's listening to me right now knows we are a socialist country, at least as far as the reality. If you look at the wiki uh, definition, because that, so, so the point is that this, so, so that's how he ends the speech. And this whole week since then, there's been all this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is this big socialist. She put out the green new deal, which is absolutely awful. Uh, and she's a socialist, and Trump is battling that. And to me, Trump offered some rhetoric against it, but I, I do not think he's truly battling it. And, as, and when he said that America was not a socialist country, uh, I, I, I was shocked because the governments of the United States all put together from top to bottom – spend 40% of the production of this country. 40% of what is produced every year is spent by the government. That, in my opinion, is, is the definition of socialism. You can take it to the next level and make it communism, where the me- means of production themselves are owned by the government. But anything short of that 
And and I looked up the definition because people are throwing around crazy definitions. Uh, this Oregon senator, Jeff Merkley, said uh, socialism is a society coming together to increase the standard of living of our seniors. <laughs> and that is pretty much the definition and the president's attacking it. That was a quote. So that isn't the definition of socialism. But I looked up the actual what the wiki says, and they have a lot of different layers of socialism on there but they uh but what we we are is the is a social democracy i think it's it's defines it this way originating within the socialist movement social democracy has embraced a mixed economy with a market that includes substantial state intervention in the form of income redistribution regulation and a welfare state so you have free market elements but there, there's a major impact of income redistribution regulation and the welfare state. So our government spends something like $7 trillion a year. Some of that is defense and what they call public goods. I don't think that the government should be responsible for public goods. Yes, on defense, but let's say $2 trillion of it is that. The rest is just redistributing wealth. So $5 trillion is redistributing wealth. So that is socialism. And there were other things that he said that I that Trump said that I found uh, red flags. So right out of the gate, he said uh, that this is not the Republican agenda. It's not a Democrat agenda. It's for the American people. We've all run on the same platforms, a lot of us. And there's he only cites a few things. And one of them is to rebuild and revitalize our nation's infrastructure. And that is something that, I mean, this was in the first paragraph, and it's on a very short list of his agenda. And that's something that Obama tried to do and failed at doing. And if you look back in the, in the history of this country where uh, the federal government did not have that kind of power and government itself was smaller, there were 400 private road companies in the United States before the Civil War. There were some state constitutions that banned public spending on infrastructure because it had been such a disaster, railroads in particular. And he actually, Trump actually cites that railroad as a government success in this speech. So then, so the infrastructure thing really tweaked me. And then... This new Green Deal, Green New Deal, if you look at it, the central tenet is infrastructure. And the numbers aren't that aren't that different. I think Trump wants to definitely spend a couple of trillion dollars on it. And the Ocasio New Deal asked for four trillion. And I believe they're both going to end up doing the same thing, aiming for the same thing, which is really transforming this country into and by looking at it from a green perspective, you look at uh, driverless cars, electric vehicles, all that kind of stuff, which will take away our independence, increase the kind of central control. I mean, that's a new infrastructure will be needed. That's what the New Green Deal says. And that's what uh, is true for these new technologies, driverless cars in particular. So I expect that the government is going to want to have a massive rebuilding of our infrastructure in order to bring us into this highly controlled society that's on the globalist agenda. So when I see Trump saying, you know, reach across the aisle, we can do this together. I feel like he is teeing it up for the Democrats to knock it 
out of the park. So is that a mixed metaphor, sports-wise? Golf tee? Anyway, how are you doing, Binkley? Sorry, that was longer than I, than I wanted, but I, I just wanted to talk about uh, – we always – we talk about the emotions, we talk about the personalities, but we need to focus on the policies. Anyway, Binkley, hello. Hi. That's <laughs> my producer, Binkley. Very patiently uh, waiting to answer my question, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> So that's why it's good to have, like, for my friends and family to have an off button. <laughs> Monica Perez show at home does not have that. So, uh, yeah, so you, I know you come at this stuff from a totally different angle. I, I look at the Trump thing. I look at the New Deal. I think about it at the Green proposal for the Green New Deal. Uh, but, and we both peel the onion. But the way you peel it is a little different from mine. So, so what is your, when you saw the, Green New Deal, what was your reaction? My reaction to what you just said about it, the infrastructure thing, that's 5G. That's the Internet of Things that they're both talking about. I noticed that also. That's the well, 5G infrastructure that they want to implement stuff. that they're trying to force on the local local governments by giving control to the states, which are modeling their legislation after the United Nations. Okay, so the that's a very important point that isn't – I was just thinking about like the sustainable city, the um, which is also a UN thing. Remember when that guy from yeah, uh, smart cities? Yeah, they 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 have these international property codes, and we know we have friends in Switzerland who have this. And then somebody called me from um, Gainesville or something, saying they had the same thing, and. They tell you like how tall your tree, your hedges can be, and all yeah. that. But it's an international, it's a UN thing. But what you're talking about is the five G like cell towers, right? Yeah, the five G cell towers. They need to put more of them in more places because their range is not as far, but they're more powerful. So they're putting these little cells all over the place, and they have to put them on basically private property. And I've seen neighborhoods where they're drawing lines everywhere to put them in, and this legislation is being created at the state, and it's modeled after the U.N. All right. I want to – I don't want to just uh, gloss over that. That's actually important, and it's very important locally. So let's pick back up on that after break. I also want to tell people that we had a super fun conversation recently with the Tinfoil Hat Guys. It, there's a video of it, so it's a podcast if you want it, but it's also a video on YouTube – uh, if people, it's about uh, this guy, Sam Tripoli, had a long list of Clinton connections to high-level pedophile rings. And I had my own uh, research on a lot of other high-level, in-evidence pedophile stuff that, I mean, the stuff the press covers and does not cover is pretty amazing. So if you want to check that out, go to thepropreport.com which is our uh, new URL. And well, you can watch that YouTube video. But when we come back, I want to hear more about this 5G. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Everything you do is being watched by some all-seeing eye. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We're back, and I didn't want to pass over the subject of 5G without just alerting people to the very real health dangers that have been studied on this. It's not, 
it's the funny thing is like people make the joke about tinfoil hats, but <laughs> this thing actually is bad for your brain. They say, and they're they're supposedly working on uh, making it safe, but like. I do not trust that they tell us the real deal if they want what they want. Like Roundup now, all of a sudden, there are lawsuits about Roundup. People, crunchy granolas, have been telling us forever that Roundup's bad and GMO stuff that can absorb maximum amounts of Roundup without dying are bad. And they really, I never could find the evidence of it. Now, maybe they've run out of the patent or something. They're moving on to another product because all of a sudden, they got the evidence um, there's a lot of stuff like that, like that, um, microcephaly, those babies who were born with smaller brains, that kind of thing. They, they, there was a lot of press about, um, pesticides causing that a long time ago, but you don't see it now that there's a different agenda, but the 5g for sure, uh, had health issues and it's going up anyway. And people are, um, didn't you say you were talking about the UN Binkley, aren't you saying that they are keeping municipalities, from uh from blocking from, it yes See, so and the yeah republicans started that with like blocking plastic bag bans at municipalities you can't do that you have to let the, the smaller governments operate there's a lot of smaller governments that are trying to block it because they want to study it more they want to find out more about the risk and they're trying to prevent that nationwide yeah i'm not advocating for plastic bag bans i'm saying <laughs> i'm advocating for subsidiarity which is the smaller government closer to home your own family you know that the smaller the entity the more power it should be able to have you should never take its power away there's people dra- drawing lines all around my neighborhood, and nobody no, – they're like, what's going on? What are these lines? It's just happening, and I'm pretty sure it's for this. I'm not 100% positive, but I'm pretty sure it's just they're just putting 5G up. Do you think the workers know? No, I stopped and asked them. They had no idea. Because I read a study. I was trying to find it at the break. I can't find it, but I remember looking at it with this astronomical rate of – depression and suicide in the workers who were putting up i don't know if it was regular cell towers or 5g i don't know what it was but there was something detrimental about being exposed to those uh i don't know if it's electromagnetic emanations or whatever it is night and day and the extent to the extent this stuff is super powerful they say just you could have that experience too yeah there hasn't – there's been inconsistency in the research, and there's been definite fears. They've even talked about it at the United Nations, some of the uh, potential radiation and cancer risk. But because the the big cell the, – you know, the phone companies and the government want to push it through, they're just like, we're going to get it through, then we'll worry about that stuff later. Yeah, that's what they do. But I only caution people to investigate. Just investigate it. Get smart about it. Uh, Maurice wants to talk about – the uh, sex trafficking stuff, which is what the video on thepropreport.com right now, Binkley and me with Tinfoil Hat Guys. So go check out that video. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Maurice about it. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. And now for something completely different. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are back. Uh, we are on till 6. And... We have a lot to pack in. I don't know where to start, but I do have a prize pack I would like to give away. A pair of tickets to see Sticks with special guest 38 special Sunday, May 26th at State Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. Tickets are now on sale at LiveNation.com. And if you want these tickets... 
free. Call 404-741-0750. First caller is the lucky winner. So, yeah, so we've got a lot of topics going. Uh, I'm going to go to the phones, 404-872-0750. Maurice, let me see if I got you. Maurice, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. What's going Um, on? Well, just a note on 5G. You know, there's a guy named, I think it's Barry Tower, who's an English specialist microwave specialists who, you know, you can find on stopthecrime.net. But at any rate, he says there'll be deaths from this, that it's, you know, that it might actually be a population control, mind control thing. Because it's that powerful? That's what his... Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of wave than the 4G. And, you know, it's supposed to be, I think they've had to put them up every 500 feet. So they'll be on telephone poles and stuff. Yeah, I've heard, I have heard from a variety of sources, mainstream sources and alternative sources that, I mean, I think that it's pretty out there, like in evidence that, that they had problems and that's why they were slowing down the rollout of it. And I don't know if they've resolved the problems or not, but I think it's pretty easy to research what those problems were. Somebody called, they want my source for the, um, for the increased deaths of telecom workers who install this stuff. Did you ever hear that, yeah. Maurice? Yes, I have. Do you? I, I, I had, there was a, an official study, like a government study. I can't put my finger on it. I couldn't put my finger on it on the commercial break. But yeah. uh, do you know who did that study? I'll have to find it. No, but I'll throw this out as a graphic factoid. Um, this is before 5G. In Australia, there was a guy who worked on these towers. I think he designed them, actually. And uh, you can do do a search on this. But um, he was fr- so freaked out about how bad it was that he borrowed somebody's military vehicle and went and smashed down, um, you know, three or four of these towers to, for what that's worth. Yeah, he just... Yeah, <laughs> you have to take it back. Can't take it yeah. back. Well, uh, people say a lot of stuff. It, there's information and disinformation. There's theories and yeah. all that. But I know with the five G, there are serious health concerns, I think, and I, think, I don't think it's being vetted. I don't think we're voting on it. I don't think we're, you know, they're putting this stuff up. I just, you know, I worry about that stuff. It's like. People talk about contrails or chemtrails. They look up in the sky and they see the planes putting that stuff out. And I say, yeah. I'm not really sure it matters which it is when every cloud in the sky is created by the exhaust of a plane. Like, yeah. we should, you know, no matter what you call it, we should at least, like, think about what it, uh, right. and you know, that's okay. Right, should also have control over whether they're doing it to us. Yeah, I mean, because you, you have no control over, you can't insulate yourself from stuff that, that right. trespasses on your private property. That's right. You know, I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate problem. So, like, back in England in the Industrial Revolution, according to Murray Rothbard, there were individuals suing industry for polluting on their property. Right. By soot, and, they, and they were winning. And, and factories were having to clean up, shut down, or pay them. And then the government stepped in and said, no, we need this stuff. You are not allowed to sue them. So when Binkley is saying that they're putting up uh, barriers to municipalities slowing this stuff down, and I have heard that elsewhere as well, 
that's uh, that is interfering with our right not only to self-governance but to self-defense you know that they trespass on our property with this stuff that's right well i heard uh probably within the last six months or so about this woman who was fighting uh the power company in south carolina to take off the smart meters and um she lost and you know they I, i forget what happened to her but it was like years of stuff and she did everything right. But the point being is that that's interconnected with the 5G, the Internet of Things, the smart meters. All of this is one system. That's why it's so scary. Yeah, Binkley's all over that. Binkley, maybe you should queue up those uh, clips. And if you've got a couple of little smoking guns from this Council on Foreign Relations or whatever it was that they were having a little powwow on on this. But Maurice, yeah. you were going to call about the sex trafficking stuff. Right, did you right. see the video we did? It's it's it'll make you laugh no, and it'll make you cry because it's such a sad topic. But those guys are really funny. So it was fun. Well, People no, can I, see I, I will check it out. Um, yeah. You're you're a bright light in the, the Atlanta media scene um, in my mind. Um, but I, I brought that up mostly because I thought that this is, was one of the most positive things that I've heard is that, you know, Trump, I, I assume you know this, you know, within the first month, he passed an executive order, um, which, you know, in terms of uh, libertarianism might be questioned. But the, when you realize that there are some really corrupt, evil people out there but anyway it was to stop human trafficking and abuse um and uh, so with the following that you know uh, there have been many more um uh pedophile whatever uh human rights uh, people arrested i mean by the thousands and you can go to you know, that's one reason why I think all these indictments are, are there, because this is a systemic problem. I mean, do you know about the Franklin cover up? And- oh, yes. Do I? As a matter of fact, Maurice, you know what? Binkley and I were talking about it. Um, the Department of Justice under Trump. So we always have this debate. Is Trump Batman? Like, is he really going to save the right. day or is he really in on it? Uh, right. But but something happened last week that got us interested in the subject. This Alexander Acosta, who's a, a Trump appointee, was uh-huh. was one of the guys. Now, you can say he had no choice or whatever, but who gave Jeffrey Epstein a deal so light, I believe it was actually illegal. And right. now the Department of now Justice right. is investigating this guy. So Trump's Department right. of Justice is investigating his own appointee, and I'm interested in why. And I think Binkley and I might just go back and revisit all the new stuff that's come up that we've discovered, uncovered on Jeffrey Epstein and all those myriad right. connections. You can get a hint of it on that video on thepropreport.com. Right. But I think next week we might bring it to WSB. So I'll let you wrap it up, Maurice, and then i got to get back to uh, I want to hear some of these clips from Binkley. I What's mean, your last word? This is this is uh, so ca- crazy. You know, in Los Angeles, there are cannibal clubs where they have restaurants and they serve human meat. How do you know that? Come on, you're going too far, Maurice. You're going too far. I've seen the website. You know, they advertise it. Um, <sighs> and unfortunately, this is all interconnected with that. 
All right, you um, might see now that I'm going to stop you there, Maurice. I love you. Thank you for calling. But I, uh, I'm going to. We'll go down the rabbit hole next time, and we'll see if we can find. You know, people have real debates about PizzaGate. Like it's real, it's all there, but they didn't investigate it. Why not? You know. Um, and then some people say it's there's there's nothing there. So we can. We can go down the rabbit holes, Binkley, but like what Maurice said, the Franklin cover-up, you don't have to go down to a rabbit hole for that. People went to jail for that. Actually, some of the accusers went to jail for that, which is pretty shocking. So we can we can get into it. You don't have to go to Pizzagate to get uh, a lot of pedophiles at the top being protected. And uh, and what who I really think Jeffrey Epstein is, maybe we can get to that too. But what do you have there? Uh, what do, What was that clip you wanted to play me about? 5g is it the dangers of 5g is it what's the story yeah it's um a woman named claire at woman named claire edwards an editor and trainer in intercultural writing with the united nations giving a report on some of the dangers of 5g to the brookings institution no this is to this is to uh the u.n general general secretary oh, okay. is that the u.n do you want me to play a part of it i think so how long how long do you think uh it's a long me? clip but about a minute of it gets the point all right let's hear a minute told that they are the most important resource of this organization. Since December 2015, the staff here at the Vienna International Center have been exposed to off-the-scale electromagnetic radiation from Wi-Fi and mobile phone boosters installed on very low ceilings throughout the buildings. Current public exposure levels are at least one quintillion, that's 18 zeros, one quintillion times above natural background radiation, according to Professor Ole Johansson of the Karolinska Institute in Sweden. The highly dangerous biological effects of EMFs have been documented by thousands of studies since 1932, indicating that we may be facing a global health catastrophe orders of magnitude worse than those caused by tobacco and cigarettes. Mr. Secretary-General, on the basis of the precautionary principle, I urge you to have these EMF-emitting devices removed immediately from these buildings and to call a halt to any rollout of 5G at UN duty stations. Haha, <laughs> so she's just worried about them, right? Yeah, and when what's it goes her, back what, to him, he's like, I had no idea I had these devices in my house. Everybody starts laughing. Repeat her title. Who is she? She what's is... Claire Edwards. Claire Edwards. She works at the UN, apparently. She's, she's an editor and trainer in intercultural writing of the United Nations. Oh, so she's just a, a person who works there yeah. and doesn't want to get the impact of these things. Wow, that is so freaky. Because the thing is, I you know, some of the things they say this 5G causes is depression and paranoia and stuff like I don't and like with fluoride like they say you know makes you dumb whatever but I can think you know what I'm saying like I look I I just it's hard for me to it's so it's hard for all of us to perceive long-term effects of things that you don't feel right away so yeah you kind of have to wait until time tells and I, I believe that they have studies I do believe but I don't think we always get the studies I mean I think there's plenty of stuff that even like with the history of tobacco, they didn't, they had studies they knew. I mean, yeah. not that that wasn't self-evident. You wake up like pretty, pretty quickly, you realize this is not something my lungs prefer. Yeah, yeah. And nobody cares here because you can download your movies on the internet like that. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, it's kind of worth it. I don't know. Um, all right, so that what we we need to follow up on that because that is something that's uh, affecting people locally that is not being vetted even in your local political arenas. I mean, if they're starting to that 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 UN stuff, those uh, protocols that townships adopt, they look fine. But Atlanta and the, and the Atlanta area are very big into that. Like Kasim Reed was really a major player in that sustainable city first mover in these um, global initiatives. I think Atlanta was a global city on the steering committee. We're one of the city. first cities that's going to be rolling it out. Yeah, they had a lot of that stuff, and and it never got advertised. I would say it, and people had never heard of it before. So it's something that you got to dig for. I wonder if our friend Garland Favrito at Voter GA—that's the kind of thing that he'll that he would really raise a ruckus about. So maybe we'll follow up on that. Um, wrap it up after the break, and uh, I have time for one more call if you want. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. It's like everything you've brought up to believe is all made of bull****. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We are wrapping it up. Boy, was that a short show. But I wanted to... uh, I just tweeted something totally disturbing, so proceed with caution. But Maurice, our last caller, uh, he mentioned something that sounded crazy. Cannibalism. That people do that for fun. But... Binkley and I have been looking at this um, high-level pedophiles, Jeffrey Epstein. We re- our interest was re-sparked because the Department of Justice is investigating Alexander Acosta for his sweetheart deal to Jeffrey Epstein. And because we were just on this great show, the Tinfoil Hat Guys, there's a video of it on thepropreport.com if you want to go see it. But when we were doing this research, I refreshed my memory with this uh the craziest account the most disturbing account of child abuse it was like a human hunting party which i thought was completely made up the way you know maurice's cannibalism sounds made up but i have never seen anybody more credible than the woman who testifies about it um i just tweeted that proceed with caution it's disturbing uh at monica perez show but uh, i do think that this is going to this topic is not going away. I mean, all the human trafficking that was interfered with disrupted around the Super Bowl here in Atlanta. And uh, and just as Binkley pointed out, if they start digging into this guy, Alexander Acosta, because they think he gave a sweetheart deal to Jeffrey Epstein, they're going to see like a hundred names of the people who were involved with Epstein. I mean, it's going to open a can of worms that probably neither party wants to open. So uh, maybe we, we should get to that next week. And anyway, so what else you got? What you got, Binkley? How can people listen to our podcast or this show? Got like They can go to thepropreport.com, and uh, there is a article called Subscribe to the Propaganda Report Podcast where they can subscribe to all of our links. I'll tweet it out as well. That's awesome. And uh, so our schedule moves around a bit because we are um, we make way for UGA Sports. Next week, we should be on, I think, 3 to 5.30. I think so. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. You can go to thepropreport.com, and I'll uh, let you know when our show is going to be next. 
Or you can follow us on Twitter. It's actually worth joining Twitter to join our conversation because we have so much fun. Binkley is at Freedom Act Radio, and I am at Monica Perosha. So until next time, see ya.